You're listening to a Director's Talk interview with me, Charles Arbor, and David Lenigas, Chairman at NQ Minerals. David, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Giles, in this um, weird world we live in today. Indeed. Now, David, you've announced a significant expansion of the nickel resource in Tasmania. Could you just talk us through those highlights? Yeah, no, we announced yesterday um, a, we've increased the resource base that we're going to use for the pre-feasibility study at the Barnes Hill Nickel Cobalt Project from 14 million tonnes to around about 25 million tonnes. Um, that gives us the scope for a potential 30 to 40 year mine life operation at circa 650, 700,000 tonnes a year. And that's the number we're now going to be using for the pre-feasibility study um, to move forward through to bankable feasibility. So yeah, it's a, it's a big increase in the inventory that we can look at for this type of project. And when you're looking at all of the pyrites and everything that, that hang off the Hellier production um, stream, you know, the key match for this project is that the nickel-cobalt uh, lateritic flow sheet relies on quite a lot of sulfuric acid. So the pyrites can actually, from Hellier can actually be used to make the sulfuric acid, which is usually a big input cost. Um, and in so doing, we can recover quite a lot of gold and silver from the heliopyrites, use the sulfuric acid to treat the, the nickel and the cobalt, and that gives us a very potential low-cost operation for a very, very long time. So, yeah, no, it's, it's quite a significant news release. Um, not that anyone's really reading much at the moment, but sooner or later people will pick it up. Yeah. The other, the other interesting news in the news release yesterday is that the indicative metallurgical test work that we're getting from the three-phase um, metallurgical recovery work is we, we, looks like we're, we're punching sort of through 90% recoveries on the nickel and the cobalt, which is also very good. Brilliant. Okay, now you also talk about the long-term plans for the Bickensfield region. Can you shed some more light on that for us, please? Yeah, the Barnes Hill Nickel Project is immediately adjacent to the Beaconsfield Gold Mine Project that um, that we announced a couple of months ago that we've been acquiring. Um, Beaconsfield's one of the richest gold mines in Tasmania. In fact, I think it is the richest gold mine with almost 2 million ounces produced at circa half an ounce to the tonne. Um, we're moving feverishly ahead to complete all of the study work with the aim of trying to get Beaconsfield back into gold production. Um, so the circa the end of the year. So there's a lot of work going on there. But the other nice thing about Beaconsfield acquisition is there's a lot of infrastructure at the Beaconsfield gold mine that we could ultimately use from a infrastructure perspective for the Barnes Hill Nickel Project because they are literally next door to each other. So they complement each other very well. Brilliant. Okay, makes life easier. Um, now you've also mentioned that you're talking with off-takers and battery industry players. What can you tell us about that? Nothing. <laughs> Highly confidential. But we are talking to some very large potential off-takers for the nickel and the cobalt, but I don't want to mention any more because... Um, because it's, uh, it's highly confidential, but there is a big need in the industry for new streams of nickel and cobalt, particularly in non-conflict countries. Um, but we did want to highlight to shareholders that, and, and people who are interested that we are in, in deep discussions with a number of potential off-takers. There is a lot of interest for nickel and cobalt in places that 
that um, child labour and all those things aren't used and Australia is regarded as you know, a key supplier potentially for nickel and cobalt production. But you know, we are in detail, but I can't give you any more detail. It's just not the right thing to do. But it's we're moving ahead you know, very fast on, on many fronts on the, on the whole nickel-cobalt stream. Okay. We'll keep our eyes open. And talking of other news, what can investors expect from NQ Minerals in the coming months? Well, we announced that we'd um, done some debt restructuring proposals with Traxxas and a large European bank. That work is, um, is ongoing, uh, even though this you know, coronavirus is uh, causing many people concerns, you know, people working from home, but you know, the banking industry continues to, to work just like we do. So there's a lot of work going on with restructuring the debt down to a more manageable sort of you know, coupon level. Um, happy to say that that's still proceeding you know, well. Um, and I think the next sort of news that the market should expect if they're reading through the news releases is quite a lot of updates on what's going on with the Beaconsfield gold mine. Um, the due diligence work that's been going on there, we've been recalculating um, gold resources to Jork 2012 standard that shouldn't be too long before we announce the upgraded resource works and the mine and the mine reopening plan but we have told our um, people as I said earlier you know, if there's an opportunity to get Beaconsfield operating as a gold mine before Christmas then that's the challenge we've given everybody so quite a lot of news to come yep definitely okay Talking to us today was David Lanigas, Chairman at NQ Minerals. David, stay safe and thanks for joining Directors Talk today. All right, thanks, Charles. Speak later. <laughs>